Welcome back to Self Love 365, the daily podcast where we explore the concept and practice of self love. I'm your host, Lily, and this is day 17. Is it self love time yet? Hello friends, old and new. I'm glad to be back here with you again on this lovely Wednesday. And it's been a mild week here in Connecticut weather-wise, so um, hopefully you have enjoyed your week thus far. It's Wednesday, so that's often a day that People start to feel either relieved that they're almost through the week or they feel pressure because they haven't accomplished what they want to accomplish so far. And I know Wednesday is the day where I sort of go back and readjust all my expectations for the week, which is a good time to talk about or a good day to talk about our next self-love basic which is time. And time, it's interesting, we, it's something we obviously can't control. We, we can't stop time from ticking and we can't change the fact that our society is tied to linear time. Um, but there are, you know, time is a thing that exists and it's something we can work with or we can work against. And when we're practicing self-love and we're building loving habits, ensuring the things in our life are that we need to be in place so that we can focus on our self-love practice, when we're doing those things, it's important to consider how much time you feel like you have available to you, how much time you actually have available to you. Those two things are not always the same. And how much time you would like to be able to spend on this new habit, this new practice. And how are you going to reconcile those three things? Um, obviously there are so many hours in the day. Many of us have to work the majority of those daytime hours. I was just talking recently with a friend about how a very high percentage of the moms that I know or the moms I follow online or the moms that have come in and out of my, um, extended circle often get up extremely early, like four o'clock, 4.30 in the morning, just to have time to themselves. Because especially if you have young kids, but if you have kids and they're, you know, it's a school, I mean, right now it's summer, but if it's, if school's in session, 
you're getting up 637, sometimes earlier, making sure they get on the bus or they get to school. Your day really starts when those kids get up. And, and at that point, and this isn't just moms, this is parents in general and anyone who's a caretaker. At that point, your, your time no longer feels like it's your own. So I understand the impulse of wanting to get up early. Um, personally, I could never do it. Now it's lovely right here in the summer because I can get up, the puppies wake me up around 6.30, 6.45, and it's just me and the dogs, and I can drink my cup of coffee and really enjoy that beginning to my day without feeling pressure, feeling rushed. And it would be lovely to replicate that once the school year begins. But in my case, sleep trumps an easy, quiet morning at home. So what I usually try to do, um, and I have this liberty because I work for myself, is take the kids where they need to go and then come back and and work in um, the quiet time that I need or the time alone that I need. But um, having time be a part of our self-love practice is not a matter of manipulating time. Um, it's a matter of managing time. And I don't mean that in your quote unquote time management, um, you know, from a business perspective or a student perspective, if that's how you became first acquainted with the word time management, like I did. I don't mean it like that. I mean, that we have choices in our day and we get to choose how to spend our time. Um, even if we have a rare 15 minute break from a very long day, we get to choose what to do during that break. Often uh, the time where I find myself maybe making choices that don't benefit my self-love practice or that aren't as intentional as I would like them to be is in the evenings because it gets to a point, you know, after dinner and we take the dogs on a walk and then my brain wants to shut off. And I've, you know, I've exhausted my capabilities for being creative, being social, And, um, so I'll often during that time window retreat and isolate and sometimes that's okay, but I have to keep an eye on, am I doing this to the point where I'm not spending time with my family or, um, when I'm retreating and isolating, even if that feels necessary, I still get to choose within that retreat what I'm going to do. Am I going to read a book off of my ever-expanding reading list? Or am I going to binge watch a show? Um, which again is okay and for me in isolation, but it's something that I, I have to keep an eye on because I have trouble being intentional about the amount of time I spend in front of a a TV show. Um, It's easier in that instance for me to lose track of time. 
I'll put it that way. And really to stop listening to my body and, and my heart because my brain is shut off. Right. Um, whereas for me personally, if I'm reading a book, it's much easier for me to notice, okay, I'm getting tired now. I should put this away or I'm thirsty. I should get up and get a drink of water. Um, so that's, you know, that's my time challenges, I guess. And the weekend I think is another very good example for me of having almost having too much time to deal with, which is yes, a luxury, but that throws a wrench into any routines or rituals I have. Um, and sometimes my anxiety steps in and takes over. And so I just have to manage. I can be very, you know, forward thinking and try to plan some different grounding activities throughout the weekend, like gardening. Um, or, you know, I can wake up and really try to get grounded the morning of a weekend day and see if that keeps, you know, if that sticks with me throughout the day. Um, all that to say, we have choices over our time. And really at this point, remember, we're still in the beginning. We just want to start paying attention to how are we spending our time? What choices are we making? Do we feel pressed for time? Are we bored, meaning we have too much time? Just start taking note of all of these things. You don't have to judge it. You don't have to place a judgment on it yet. Um, now, I have asked you already to schedule out some, some time to spend intentionally on loving yourself. Um, some of these different habits we're building and if that's the case, I think managing time can has a very specific application because you can put the time in your calendar that you're going to do this thing. Um, but then when that time rolls around, another thing you can do to manage it is have some sort of signal or lead in or warning, whether it's a sound or something you, if you light a candle, um, or if you always do like a quick 30 second meditation, there are lots of different ways you can signal to your body and to your surroundings. You can change the energy to, to declare this is my time for self-love. So even after you've made the choice to spend time doing something, you can still manage the time as you lead into it and you can manage the time coming out of it, which um, I think is, is really helpful to get your body and mind and head and heart into the space you want to get it into. Um, so pausing, pausing is a great tactic of managing time. Just taking a five minute pause, just taking a couple minutes to breathe and resetting whatever um, feelings you're having that are, you know, urging you or goading you to press on and on and on. Um, so that's, that's a little bit about time 
for this part of our journey. We'll definitely spend more time with time <laughs> later on. Um, but just start noticing it. And as a specific action item, if, there's, if you really want to do something to signify its self-love time, think about the way you would get into that. Um, would you, do you have a candle that you want to light? Do you want to put a five minute alarm on your phone? Um, do you want to have some sort of audio, like a bell that you ring? Um, you know, you can say, a lot of people like to light sage. Um, and obviously we want these things to go with whatever activity we're about to do. If I'm about to take a nap, I probably don't want to like jingle a bell, right? Um, like the dinner time bell. But if I'm about to be on a phone call that I think is, I'm going to find restorative, then um, I might light a citrus candle because I want to be, you know, energetic and, and that gets me into the mood for community. So... Play around with that um, for your action item today and at the very least start paying attention to where you feel pressed for time, where you feel like you have a lot of time and how you can move that around, how you can manage it to work in your favor as you practice self-love. Okay, see you tomorrow. Gratitude for all those of you who listened to this episode and also to Henry Liu for contributing our original music and Jesse over at Little Legends Design Studio for creating our custom graphics. Also much love to all those of you following us on Twitter at 365 underscore self and to the select few of you who are following the weekly digest over at 365daysofselflove.com. Don't forget, this week's mantra is I claim my right to self-love.